Hello, this is David Nakao Wilcoxon. This audio is from a Revelation Timeline Decoded YouTube video series that I made in 2021. The videos were very low tech, mostly me reading what's on the screen, so you're not missing much in the audio version. The Revelation Layers Chart and Summary PDFs that I refer to in the videos can be found at www.revelationtimelinedecoded.com. Enjoy the lesson. Hello, Set Apart Saints. This is David. And in this video, I'm going to talk about the Harlot Church in Revelation 17 called Mystery Babylon the Great. If you haven't done so, I recommend watching the previous videos in this Revelation series so that the explanation is in context. When it comes to Mystery Babylon the Great, some people cherry pick verses and proclaim that it applies to the USA, to New York in particular, or to Jerusalem. But when you look at the context of the narrative of Revelation, you see that the primary entity is the Roman beast kingdom. In my The Beast of Daniel video, I proved that the fourth beast of Daniel 2 and Daniel 7 is the Roman beast kingdom, which stays in power until Messiah returns. In Revelation, John picks up the narrative of the Roman beast kingdom. In my sealed judgment videos, I show how Messiah was pointing to the pagan Roman Empire at its height of power and then declining from bloody civil wars of the red horse, economic strife for the black horse, famine, pestilence, and death, the pale horse. I show how the fifth seal symbolizes the blood of the martyrs who had been killed during the ten persecution periods by the Roman Empire, and that their blood was symbolically crying out for vengeance. I show how the church era of Smyrna faced ten years of tribulation, the ten days that Messiah spoke about, from 303 to 312 AD, when Roman leader Diocletian sought to wipe out Messiah's Ecclesia of Saints. And I show how the sixth seal points to political upheaval in the pagan Roman Empire, as the leaders were battling against each other. In my The Mystery of Iniquity video, I show how it appears that in the first century, Simon Magus went to Rome to feign to be a disciple of Messiah, but really helped start a fake religion that's based on the pagan gods of the Babylonian mystery religion, with the veneer of the scriptural faith. Simon the Sorcerer is arguably the first Roman Pope, as it was not Simon Peter. In my The Falling Away of 2 Thessalonians 2 video, I show how Satan used Emperor Constantine to create the false religion of Romanism to seek to destroy Messiah's church within. So the mystery of iniquity started in the 1st century, then in the 4th century, Constantine took it to the next level. In my 1st through 4th Trumpet Judgment videos, I show how army after army were sent to attack the Western Roman Empire, leading to the last emperor, the restrainer of 2 Thessalonians 2, being removed from power in 476 A.D., and this was the deadly head wound as the office ended. In the Little Horn of Daniel 7 video, I show how the Popes of Rome rose to power over the ten kingdoms of the fallen Western Roman Empire. In the Son of Perdition video, I show how the Popes proclaimed to lead Messiah's church, thus they sit in his temple, and that they have proclaimed to be God, to be Jesus Christ in the flesh, to forgive sins, and to provide salvation, all of which is blasphemy. In this Man of Sin video, I show how the popes of Rome caused Catholics to break the commandments and believe in a false gospel narrative. My point is that most of the prophecies in Revelation are describing the different phases of the Roman beast kingdom, which Satan is using to fight against Messiah and the saints. When you understand all of that, it's really easy to see that what John has shown 
in Revelation 17 is pointing to the leader of the Roman beast kingdom, the Antichrist beast pope, and his harlot church. Revelation 17 is the key to understanding the fulfillment of the apocalyptic vision, as you will see that the detailed description can only describe the apostate church of the Antichrist beast pope, the Roman Catholic church. When you look at the Revelation layers chart, which I will list a link to if you haven't printed it out, print that out. I'll put a link in the description. You can see that Revelation 17 to 19 is listed as the fourth chronological layer as it describes the popes rising to power over the Roman beast kingdom after seven forms of government of the Roman Empire. The narrative ends with the judgment of his harlot Roman Catholic Church. In Revelation 17.1, it says, And there came one of the angels, which had the seven vials, and talked with me, saying unto me, Come hither, I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sits upon many waters. The seven angels of the seven bowls are directly tied to this vision because the bowl judgments are poured out on the Antichrist beast popes and the people of his harlot church. And we can look at Revelation 16.1. It says, And I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels, Go your ways and pour out the vials of the wrath of God upon the earth. She is called the great whore because she pretends to be Messiah's church, but she is full of idols, paganism, dead men's bones, and many teachings contrary to scripture, including a false gospel. The Roman Catholic Church has basilicas in the countries of the fallen Roman Empire and around the world Thus she sits on many people groups on many waters. The word waters is pointing to people groups. So it's interesting that the Roman Catholic Church declares itself to be the Holy See. The Holy See, also called the See of Rome, is the Pope's jurisdiction, which includes the Apostolic Episcopal See of the Diocese of Rome with universal ecclesiastic jurisdiction of the worldwide Catholic Church. Spiritual whoredom in Scripture points to idolatry, such as in Jeremiah 3, 6-9, when the Israelites played the harlot when they worshipped false gods. The popes proclaim that the Roman Catholic Church is the one true church of Messiah, yet her fruit reveals that she's a harlot. The myriads of images before which Roman Catholics bow down in the Mass, in the worship of the host, in the worship and prayers to saints and to Mary, in the Roman Catholic Church, all reveal it is an idolatrous whore. Revelation 17.2 says, With whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. Fornication is spiritual adultery by people who pretend to belong to Yah the Heavenly Father, but they disobey his commandments and serve pagan gods. The Roman Catholic Church pretends to be Messiah's one true church, but the symbolism in her Eucharist ceremony reveals that they are really carrying out the Babylonian mystery religion. Many world leaders are Catholic and take part in her pagan-based ceremonies, which are contrary to Scripture and steal glory away from the Heavenly Father and Messiah. They have been seduced into revering and obeying the Antichrist beast popes and carrying out the persecution of the saints. The popes' blasphemous words, their sinful ways, their teachings that are contrary to Scripture— they're giving Catholics a license of sin, their banning of the scriptures, their persecutions of the saints, all prove that the Roman Catholic Church commits fornication. No wine can more thoroughly intoxicate those who drink it than false zeal does the followers of the great whore. Catholics believe that they are part of the one true church and that others are heretics. They're programmed never to leave the papal church lest they be damned. Revelation 17.3 says, So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. There are two communities of women in Revelation, the pure bride of Messiah, which is called Holy Jerusalem, and the harlot bride of the Antichrist beast pope called Babylon the Great. The beast is the same as that in Revelation 13, the Antichrist beast-led Roman beast kingdom. The scarlet color represents the blood of the saints that they shed during the Dark Ages and the Inquisition.
The seven heads and ten horns tells us who controls the woman, the Antichrist beast Pope of Rome, who rose to power out of the sea of people of the ten kingdoms of the fallen Roman Empire. And that's declared in Revelation 13.1. And I stood upon the sand of a sea and saw a beast rise out of a sea, out of a people group, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon its heads the name of blasphemy. Martin Luther had this woodcut drawing made about the fulfillment of the description in Revelation 17. You can see the great whore, the Roman Catholic Church. It's upon many waters. You see the waters right here below its feet, representing many people groups. She's on a scarlet beast with seven heads and ten horns, the Roman beast kingdom of the popes. On her head is the pope's mitre, pointing to him as her leader. The harlot church has the golden cup of the Eucharist ceremony in her hand, once again confirming that it's pointing to the Roman Catholic Church. And the kings are kneeling before her as they give their power and strength unto the beast. The popes proclaim the following blasphemous titles, which steal glory from the Heavenly Father and Messiah, His Holiness, Holy Father, Vicar of Christ, Sovereign, Head of the Church, Supreme Pastor, and Universal Ruler. Blasphemous titles that the popes attribute to Mary are the Great Mother, the Queen of Heaven, the Intercessor of the Father, the Co-Redeemer, and the Savior of Men. Revelation 17.4 says, And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. The harlot church of the Antichrist beast Pope is arrayed in purple and scarlet and decked with gold, which are worldly things that she serves the God of Mammon. You can do a Google search for purple, scarlet, gold cup. So I didn't put Roman Catholic Church. I didn't put anything in there. I simply searched for images of purple, scarlet, gold cup. There's the images it's showing you. It's just so clear. People make excuses about the colors, applying to Jerusalem, applying to New York, USA, whatever. But it's very, very clear who they are. It's, it's right in your face. They're, they're bishops, the cardinals are wearing purple and scarlet. The Pope is wearing the purple and scarlet. He, the priests have the golden cup in their hand. It's very clear who she is. Here's an image of a mitre of the Pope in gold with jewels and pearls. Right? And you can Google Pope mitres and see more examples of this. Here's the Pope's tiara in gold and silver and jewels and pearls. Exactly as Messiah foretold. There is no other body of people who have these things fulfilled so exactly. The Catholic Encyclopedia identifies herself. It says that cloak with a long train and hooded shoulder cape, purple wool for bishops. For cardinals, it was scarlet watered silk, right? And then for the conclave, it's a purple wool. They're telling you right there. She proclaims her official color. So they declare the color for bishops and other prelates is purple. For cardinals, it's scarlet. The pectoral cross should be made of gold and decorated with gems. When you read through the book of Exodus, you see Yah, the Heavenly Father's instructions for the priest to wear blue and purple and scarlet. Rome's harlot church, priests only wear purple and scarlet. So what are they missing in the color blue? In Numbers 15, 38, you see that the priests of Yah were instructed to wear blue on the corners of their garments to remind them to remember his commandments and be holy. And in my Man of Sin video, I showed all the different ways that the popes of Rome cause Catholics to sin to break the commandments of the Heavenly Father and they're not holy. The popes have done the very opposite. If they sin greatly and they've caused Catholics to violate Yah's commandments, thus they are a harlot church. The pope's ecclesiastic and temporal power is foretold under the double symbol of a woman and a beast. We see the connection on metals that the popes had minted, which point to the civil and ecclesiastic connection St. John is describing. Here's a medal of Pope Innocent XI. And you can see, we see a harlot Roman Catholic church 
represented on the back, standing on water with the great city of Rome in the background. She's holding the Eucharist cup, the golden cup of abominations in her hand and a cross in the other hand. In Revelation 17:4, we see what Messiah thinks of the harlot's doctrine of transubstantiation, that it's full of abominations and filthiness of fornication. The Roman Catholic Church openly portrays herself as a woman who holds the golden cup. This bronze papal medal of Pope Leo XII was minted in 1825. The inscription reads, her seat of authority is universal and she's sitting on the whole earth. So it's representing her authority over the whole earth. The Roman Catholic popes and priests use the golden cup during their ceremonies. So once again, we have a woman with a cross. She's proclaiming to be the one true church of Messiah, but she has a cup of abominations in her hands. Here's another medal from Pope Leo Twelfth with a woman holding a cross and a golden cup. Once again, she's sitting on a globe to show the Roman Catholic Church authority over the kings of the earth. Here's an 1825 medal from Pope Leo Twelfth showing her sun symbols above her head as she's a harlot of paganism. She's pointing to the church, has a pope's mitre beside her, and a cross in her hand. Here's a medal from Pope Pius VIII showing the common theme of the Roman Catholic Church being portrayed as a woman who holds the golden cup. And here's a medal of Pope Pius XI with a woman sitting in a catacomb. That's interesting because the Vatican is above a shrine to the pagan goddess Cybele. The Temple of Cybele is Rome's first and most important temple to the Great Mother, known to the Greeks as Cybele. The Virgin Mary of the Roman Catholic Church is Cybele. The Vatican is built on top of the catacombs of the Temple of Cybele. The Roman Catholic Church points to the importance of her golden cups. Says the Eucharist chalice occupies the first place among sacred vessels. It is the most important of sacred vessels, which may be made of gold or silver, and if the latter, then the inside must be surfaced with gold. So we see the exact fulfillment. She has a gold cup in her hand. There's no mistaking who she is. As we see the Roman Catholic Church, Bishops and cardinals dressed in purple and scarlet, the popes decked with mitres and tiaras of gold, precious stones and pearls, and the priests using the golden cup in their Eucharist ceremony all around the world. Revelation 17.5 says, And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. Her title is prefaced here with the word mystery for two reasons. First, she pretends to be Messiah's church, but she teaches a false salvation message, and she persecutes the saints which made John marvel. And second, because her symbolism is that of the Babylonian mystery religion of the worship of the sun god and moon goddess. John would have known that the saints spread around the Roman Empire preaching the gospel and that Paul helped set up a church in Rome, so he would have been shocked to see that the Roman church would apostatize, fall away from the true faith, and become the enemy of Messiah and his saints. Thomas Newton said in the 18th century, the title of mystery is in no respect proper to her more than any other city, and neither is there any mystery in substituting one heathen, idolatrous, and persecuting city for another. But it is indeed a mystery that a city called Christian, professing and boasting herself to be the city of God, should prove another Babylon in idolatry and cruelty to the people of God. She glories in the name Roman Catholic, and, well, therefore, may be called Babylon the Great. She affects the style and title of our Holy Mother, the Church, but she is in truth the mother of fornications and abominations of the earth. In the book of Revelation explained by Joseph Benson, he said, National Israel is feminine. We can look at all the passages in Jeremiah, Isaiah, Ezra, Hosea, etc., which proclaim the Israelites as the daughter of Zion, the wife of Elohim. 
a comely, delicate woman, a princess, the virgin of Israel, the sun-clothed woman. And we see that Elohim called those who worship false gods a harlot, a backslidden daughter, an impervious, whorish woman, a travailing woman, a wife of whoredom, a treacherous wife, and an adulterous wife. In Revelation, Messiah speaks about two types of women, the pure bride called Holy Jerusalem and the harlot of Rome called Babylon the Great. In the first century, Simon the sorcerer caused the mystery of iniquity by going to Rome and combining the true faith with pagan beliefs. This led to the formation of the Roman Catholic Church by Constantine, which is called Mystery Babylon the Great, as this symbolically carries out the Babylonian mystery religion. The Catechism of the Catholic Church proclaims that they are the mother, the author of salvation, the teacher in the faith, and the head of all believers. So it's saying salvation comes from God alone, but because we receive the life of faith through the church, she is our mother, right? It's saying the church is the mother of all believers. No one can have God as father who does not have the church as mother. Here's a 1780 coin featuring Pope Pius V with papal arms, proclaiming it to be the Holy Mother Church. St. John Lateran is the cathedral of the Bishop of Rome, the Pope. At the base of the columns on either side of the central entrance, the inscription reads, Sacred Lateran Church, universally for the city and the world, supreme mother of churches. So in other words, Holy Lateran Church, mother and head of all churches in the city and the world. They're telling you exactly who they are. In 1564, Pope Pius IV proclaimed in the Council of Trent 12 decrees that he charged all men would be saved to own and swear unto. The 11th one says, I do acknowledge that Holy Catholic and Apostolic Roman Catholic Church to be the mother and mistress of all churches. Telling you right there. And I do promise to swear true allegiance to the Bishop of Rome, the successor of St. Peter, the Prince of Apostles, and the Vicar of Christ, the Substitute Christ, the Antichrist. In his induction for the Universal Jubilee, Pope Benedict XIII in 1725 said, It is most deservedly called the city of priests and kings built for the pride of ages, the city of the Lord, the scion of holy of Israel. Inasmuch as this very Catholic and apostolic Roman church constituted the head of the world by the sacred seed of the blessed Peter, is the mother of all believers, the faithful interpreter of divinity and the mistress of all churches. She proudly proclaims that she is the, the supreme mother of churches. This can't be more clear. From the Roman Catholic Church, many false religions have been created, which are her daughters. The Orthodox Church split away from the Roman Catholic Church in 1054, so they're a daughter. Orthodox churches revere Mary as their intercessor and teach that salvation is through the sacraments. So they're basically the same as the harlot church, only they don't revere the Pope as their leader yet. Mormonism, Jehovah's Witness, etc. were created by Freemasons, no doubt by the influence of Rome's Jesuits. Sadly, though Yah the Father inspired the Protestant reformers to come out of the control of the Roman Catholic Church, and though the church denominations which were created by their influence initially separated themselves from Rome and protested against the Roman Catholic popes, the Society of Jesus counter-reformation tactics have brought them back into partnership with the Pope, and now they're mere daughters of the harlot church now. The word abominations designates idols. Literal Babylon was the mother of almost all the idolatries that the earth has ever known. John was foretelling that the Church of Rome would be idolatrous. When you see images of St. Lateran Cathedral, St. Peter's Square and Basilica, the Pantheon, and many Roman Catholic basilicas around the world, you see countless images of idols, most of which represent pagan gods, but have been given Christian names. The Pope acts in Messiah's name to deceive billions with a false salvation message. He uses his influence over the people to make war with Messiah and his saints. This is all Antichrist. In the next video, I'll complete the explanation of the Harlot Church of Revelation 17. Thank you for listening to this Revelation Timeline Decoded audio. You can request a free copy of the Revelation Timeline Decoded Summary PDF or order a printed copy of the book 
which explains it in detail at revelationtimelinedecoded.com. I love y'all. Shalom.